Hello and welcome to a very special episode of the Women's Soccer Coaching Podcast with me, Steph Fairburn. This is the first of a series of conversations I'm having with Matt Ross, assistant coach of the Republic of Korea women's national team. Matt is, of course, at the Women's World Cup with the team right now. When we speak, it's a night before Korea's first game against Colombia. Hear from Matt about how preparations have been going and how he's feeling. And look out for more chats with Matt over the course of the World Cup as we chart the biggest event in world football through the eyes of a coach. So we're at the stage where we've watched everybody else play the first match and we've got our first group game tomorrow at 12 o'clock against Columbia here in Sydney. So we've been uh, keeping track of um, the other two teams in our group was Germany, Morocco. They played earlier today. And uh, yeah, just keeping a bit of an eye on the rest of the games. Um, but just looking forward now to getting started. We've seen, seen all the other matches and now it's time for us just to turn up and do the business. What's the vibe like in general? I suppose what's it like for you as a coach being there in this in this massive tournament environment, and and how are all the players finding it? I think the players players seem quite relaxed. Um, the mood is really good. We've been together now for five weeks, so you would think um, in other other teams I've been in that that amount of time, um, the atmosphere can ebb and flow. But the Korean girls really stick together, really um, support each other and keep the mood very good. So we're, we're feeling good as a coach. Um, I've tried not to go too, do- uh, too deep into watching the other games. I just go in and out. I really want to focus on what I have to do to help the team in terms of our analysis of Columbia and <clears throat> reviewing our training to make sure we're doing all the things we need to do to be ready for tomorrow. So feeling confident, but we know it's going to be really tough. Can you tell us a bit more then about what that training's look like? What's your prep look like and how's it kind of tapered ready for the ready for the game? Yeah, we started in Korea, which was um, in our national training base uh, just north of Seoul. And that was the middle of summer there. So the temperatures are in the mid-30s. So it was quite tough. We pushed them quite hard at the start. Um, we tend to find the, the, level, the fitness levels of the players uh, coming in from their domestic league quite low so we we almost had a, a seven to ten day pre-season a lot of fitness work a lot of conditioning work to get them up to that international level in terms of the distances and the speeds that they have to get to in a world cup so that was that was tough again with the weather and some double sessions triple sessions then uh, we had a friendly against haiti in korea as a, as a send-off which was a really nice event uh, we had about 10,000, which is the biggest attendance we've had for the women's team in, in my history with, with, the, with the team. And uh, it was a good result, good performance. And then obviously coming into Sydney, um, we've had to then start to taper the training just once per day, but really looking to, looking to that quality in what we do and the speed of play and the tactical elements in the last sort of seven to 10 days to make sure we're fresh enough then to go into tomorrow's game with with the legs feeling feeling ready to go that they can they can all put in a really good shift and put in 10 11 12 kilometers at, at a really high intensity so it's been a from a coaching perspective a really almost the perfect uh, preparation no injuries um uh, performances have been good we played the netherlands last week behind closed doors really impressive performance 
where all of the squad of 25 got a lot of minutes. So it's, as a coach, you sort of look at these little milestones along the way and you think, yes, we've uh, pushed them hard at the start and got the fitness levels up and now worked on that technical refinement and, and now that, that, that tapering of the, the physical load that they can feel really good tomorrow when the match starts. You said as well, you know, you've been watching some of the games that's staying away from it a bit. How much is it about you as a team going and asserting who you are and playing your game before you even think about what anyone else is doing? Yeah, that's that's exactly it. We've obviously when you're coming into a World Cup, the people around you want to talk about other teams or even Morocco and Germany, the other two in our group. And we've been really strict with players and with the media that we put out. That we've we've only really focused on Colombia and twelve o'clock tomorrow. So we've got a very we've worked to a very specific identity the way we would like to play so everything we do in training is geared towards being quite um, quick and vertical and um, not getting distracted by we watching other teams passing it around the back and playing for possession stats and keeping the ball for its own sake so that's really not what we're about Um, the issue we we get into is that a lot of the clubs in Korea tend to play like that so it's a real mindset shift for our girls to come into the national team and go, okay, we, we might watch the Matildas or watch England play a certain way. And that's what they do with the clubs. But we've got a, well, we've got a different um, style of play that we just, so again, as a coach, I don't want to get distracted by watching what other teams are doing and other systems they're playing because we know what works best for us. And just putting that in place every day in training that hopefully it, it shows tomorrow. And in terms of tomorrow, have you put the team out tonight? Do they know who's playing? That's something you do tomorrow. What does that look like? That was a a debate that the head coach was having with himself. And I think he's decided on uh, tomorrow morning, which um, tends to be the way that he operates, to give himself as much time as possible to to get his thoughts together and analyze today's training even and um, come up with the best strategy and then the best team to carry out that strategy so tomorrow morning at 9 15 will be the team meeting the team will be announced there'll obviously be 11 happy players and uh, 12 not so happy but that's that's football and um yeah it's up to those 11 to do the job for as long as they can and, and we know that um we've worked really hard on the depth of the squad when when we first started three or four years ago um there wasn't as many players in a good enough condition to rely on to come off the bench to affect games, but we feel now that there's there's a good five, six, seven that can come in and, and change games in a positive way, have a good impact. What about you then? Do you think you'll sleep tonight? Is it, is it easy to get to sleep before this kind of occasion and, and get a rest, or do you think you'll be up thinking about things? Um, well... I used to do, do a lot of athletics and distance runs and always the, the thoughts and the sports science behind that was that it's uh, the night before the night before is the one where you need the quality sleep. So that was last night. So um, I made sure that last night was good and I took a little afternoon nap this afternoon just in case there's a sleepless, light to, sleepless night tonight that um, that I'll still be in, in pretty good shape tomorrow. So um, I, I'm expecting... 
to wake up about four or 5 AM with lots of thoughts going through the mind. Um, but we'll see how we go. I haven't had a coffee since about 11 AM. So the caffeine should be, should be, uh, out of the system by, by now. Final question then, when that final whistle blows tomorrow, obviously you'll be hoping for a win. Um, but what else do you want to see out there on the pitch from your players? Uh, we, we talk a lot about fighting spirit and um, it's it's become a bit of a, a catchphrase that previously didn't have a lot of meaning behind it. So the, the Koreans, every team photo will talk about fighting and we'll make the pose. Um, but I really want to see that if we say that we're going to fight, that we actually do fight. Of course, we the rules, but that we go until the last second. The Koreans, if we think back to 2002 World Cup, um, that was what Koreans made their name, with just that fighting spirit, never giving up, being top fit, and also being able to play good football. So we know we can play good football. It's um, like you said, it's about hopefully the result is positive, but that we've left everything out on the pitch. We can't ask any more from the players than giving 100%. Um, and, but also we have to realise that it's a tournament. It's three games at least. Um Things like goal difference, things like yellow cards, all these game management factors come into account. So um, you've seen from the Men's World Cup, Argentina can lose the first match and be world champion. So you have to play what's in front of you, but also be mindful of, of medium to longer term as well.